Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, digital agency owners and podcast listeners. Before I introduce today's guest, I want to ask you a quick question. Are you currently stressed out, cash crunched, or fed up with your business? If you feel this way, you might think that you have a lead generation problem, or maybe that it's the area you live in, or maybe this market has become too competitive. Maybe you think that your business can't be turned around, and I want you to think again. In my many years of experience, I can tell you now that it's something much deeper that you're likely not even aware of yet. It's like a client who comes to you saying they need a website or Facebook ads or maybe a mobile app developed, but they don't even realize the deeper challenge or opportunity that's blocking them from success. Now, if you'd like to find out what your deeper challenge is, then I want to invite you to apply for a YouGurus strategy call where we'll dig into those underlying issues and get you moving forward like never before. The aha moments will shift the way you think forever and you'll finally get the answers as to why your business hasn't taken off. The number one most important decision to rapidly grow your business starts by booking your strategy call. Go to yougurus.com slash apply to start your application process for this free call. Once again, go to yougurus.com slash apply to get started. All right, let's introduce today's guest. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I am your host, Brent Weaver, and today we are hanging out with Rob and Kennedy from Response Suite, and they are the most unlikely entrepreneurs you'll ever meet, sporting hairstyles that look like comic book characters. And I know if you guys are listening to us in your headphones, you can't see it right now, but a very uh, a white, white haircut that is, is, is straight up and then bright red. I don't know if red's that color, but we'll get back to that here in a second. Uh, but they both have backgrounds in psychology, hypnosis, and show business. It's hard to believe they're serial entrepreneurs with an uncanny knack for building businesses with riotous email Righteous email marketing or riotous. We'll see about that later. Riotous, yeah. Riotous. And uh, these guys are great for bringing entertainment knowledge and powerful marketing strategies straight to your podcast audience listeners here in our digital agency show fan base. Welcome to the show, Rob and Kennedy. Good to have you guys here. We oh, hello. totally just gate crashed the introduction there, yeah, by yeah, the way. Yeah, sorry about that. We, we were a little premature and we stepped in. Loving screwed with the system there. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to just, I'm just going to start the entire podcast, not just this episode over, but all of our episodes. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Maybe so that we can interrupt them in all the introductions. <laughs> that, anyway, hello. That, that would be, that would be, that might be funny. But uh, Rob and Kennedy, good to have you guys here. Uh, give us the, uh, the elevator pitch. What is Response Suite? Sure. So Response Suite is an online platform where we help businesses to turn customer feedback into sales rather than just collecting arbitrary random feedback that we're then going to do nothing with except maybe look at once in a blue moon. We actually like create automated campaigns to help businesses turn that into sales. Imagine if the feedback you collect through a survey could actually kick off the next stage of your marketing campaign and activate new sales. That elevator was in quite a tall building. Awesome. So... That that tells our audience kind of kind of what and we're gonna come back to that, right? We're gonna talk about that in a lot more depth about customer feedback, but also why it's important for, for sales. 
uh, here in a little bit. You, we mentioned in your intro, you're unlikely entrepreneurs. You know, I always kind of feel like most entrepreneurs are a little bit of a round peg in a square hole. Like maybe, you know, we all have a little bit of, of, of something that might be kind of wrong with us. I don't know. But what, what, what's unlikely that you guys are entrepreneurs? Why, why did this happen for you? Imagine the first time we recruited a member of staff. We sat in the interview and our first question to them was, how's this supposed to go? <laughs> Kennedy, I've never had a job. Never. Right? Not because we were unemployed for ages. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, actually. We weren't like sat in the job center <laughs> saying, please give us a job. We've never had a job, never been to a job interview, any of that stuff. Um, we actually, our background is in entertainment. So as a kid, I did magic and eventually learned, when I was 14, learned hypnosis. Uh, and I, I decided I'm going to be a comedy stage hypnotist. That's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Uh, and that was it. Started performing alongside school, uh, doing shows, entertaining people for the fun of it, being a hypnotist and that. Uh, I left school and went straight into that world. So moved to Greece and spent like four years entertaining entertaining tourists out there. So it's kind of what I've been doing for about the last 16 years now. Um, Meanwhile, <laughs> in a sort of parallel universe, I studied human behavior, psychology, influence skills to make it look like I read people's minds and influence and predict their next decisions. In and the I, States, that's a mentalist. In the States, it's, yeah, in the States, it's called being a mentalist. Uh, in the UK, we don't really use that word. It has a sort of a different, a meaning. different meaning. It's a very different meaning. So uh, that's what I do. So I mainly perform, I pretty much exclusively perform at corporate events, after dinner, that kind of thing with a sort of comedy act that looks a lot like I read people's minds. So independently, we've been both doing this sort of entertainment thing. And then Rob set up an online business selling information products, which were how people can use hypnosis to improve their lives and their careers and their, all that sort of stuff. I set up an online business, a membership program and some other products, helping other entertainers to grow their businesses because I was doing quite a good job at getting pretty well booked. And we were friends, but we didn't really tell each other we were doing it. Not to be malicious or secretive, we just, it never really came up. We were living in different uh, countries at the time and it just didn't really come we were, we were basically like closet entrepreneurs closetpreneurs you yes that's the new term dot com dot com <laughs> tm I, I i feel kind of uncomfortable right now because one of you is saying you you read people's minds and the other says that you hypnotize people well yeah. you do have some tin foil underneath that hat right hmm I, I yes, yes absolutely absolutely I I do so so I can I can hopefully assure our our listeners that we are not you are not hypnotizing them right now and you no, are no, promise, promise, yeah. promise promise we promise not allowed to do that yeah uh, so okay <laughs> so yeah so that was our sort of background uh, so we both now had these sort of parallel lives uh, we were both had a, a business going out performing which we didn't start because we wanted to be in business we started because we wanted to perform right I wanted to hypnotize people you wanted to read their minds <laughs> and that <laughs> just sounds weird doesn't it and that was that so we spent 16 years now build, uh, 17 years for you building that business and I think along the way in the very early stages we started to realize actually this is a business yeah we're not like just messing about it has now. the usual frustrations of a business you know, like you're like you're like, guess who my cut my customer's going to be, and trying to figure all that stuff out. But we sort of stumbled across it totally by accident. So the so response suite as a business. When did you guys start that? So well, the idea came about about eight years ago, but yeah. we weren't in a position to do anything about it no. until, which we'll talk about, until a, a couple of years ago when we were in a position where we were 
fortunate enough that our businesses have made money. And we both said, what are we going to do with the money? And the only thing at this stage in our lives we know how to do is start a business. Uh, there's a joke about us. If you give us half an hour, we'll start a business. Yes. Uh, so we, um, we literally said, so right. It was either like start a business or like invest put, in something. We invest in something, you know, yeah, stocks and shares or play, you know, play Monopoly with the world and buy some properties. But stuff, like, guess who wants to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, nobody wants to do that. So we do understand how to sell stuff, right? So that's what we thought we'd do. We'd, we'd, we'd start a business. So, yeah. So and the business came about to solve a problem that came up eight years ago and it was still a problem. Yes, that's what happened. And what was that problem? So it came about because I had this list of clients and I wanted to be able to send them an email to promote a thing, but I didn't really know what they wanted help with. So I figured I would put together a quick survey. I used a different survey platform, obviously, because response week didn't exist. So I put together this survey and sent it out. Well, I was ready to send it out to my email list of clients. Mm. And I realized that not all of my clients are going to open it. Not all of them are going to fill it in and that's going to be a problem. So I wanted to be able to email them about it tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day after that. But I realized that I had no way of excluding my clients who'd filled it out from receiving the second email because the survey platform in no way communicated with my email platform, which at the time was Aweber. These days is Infusionsoft. So I typed up a quick email and then I called him. It's like, dude, I'm trying to send out this survey in this other platform and I want to be able to tag people. Tags didn't exist then. I want to be able to put people on a different list inside Aweber, depend my email platform, once they've filled in the survey. How do I do it? And he was like, you can't. I said, but that's ridiculous. So I, I emailed the survey platform and I was like, I want to be able to do this thing. How do I do it? And they replied, I didn't realize they were like a $2 billion company, but they replied and said, ah, you can't. And we're not planning to make that a thing. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Because, because what it basically means is you can't now go and swoop around to all the people who did not complete your survey and say, hey, would you mind taking that survey? And to this, to this day, well, at the moment of time recording with that company, it's still not a thing. So right. it, they stuck to their word. It was a genuinely not a thing that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So what I did instead was I added a couple of fields to the survey to ask for their name and email address. And I manually, at the end of each day, downloaded a CSV file of all the people who filled it out and then uploaded it back into my email platform and put them on a list myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like putting, you know, you were putting like Professor Plum into the library. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And this eventually led to us having a conversation about, hang on a minute, wouldn't this be cool if not only could you put them on a list to say they filled out your survey, but you could put them on a different list depending on what they said. So if they said they really need help help with their SEO right now, you put them on the SEO list. If they say they really need help with paid ads right now, you put them on the paid ads list. If they said they really need help with their branding right now, you put them on the branding list. Or whatever services or products you offer. So now you've got a whole bunch of people who are not only on your list, but you understand what their current frustration is. So now every communication you have with them sales conversation, marketing conversation with them. It's all exactly on point for where they're at. And they're not, re- they're not receiving so much irrelevant stuff and generic information. Now that came from a conversation eight years ago where the resolution of that conversation was, oh, that would be nice. And we manually did it for years yeah. until a couple of years ago when we said, nah, this has got to be a thing that other businesses need this. And we proved the concept by doing it manually. And then we're like, let's turn it into a piece of software. Did it, you prove the concept of doing it manually for yourselves, right? The, yes. you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even were able to yeah, mostly just yeah. yeah. So I, I'm sure a lot of people have a similar thing where they're kind of scratching their own itch and they're like, well, this could be a thing. We should do this as a business. But uh, I think there is a, there's a pretty big jump between having that thought. I mean, obviously eight years ago is when you initially kind of thought that. And then two years ago is what happened. Yeah. What Was there something that really provided you the catalyst to push to finally make that its own company, its own focus for the two of you? 
Right. So the, the one thing there is, there is a big jump that stops us from doing that, but there's also sanity and being reasonable with yourself. Because one of the things you realize you've got is you've got a little pot of money. You think, I'm going to do something with that. And like I said, we don't want to invest it in property because I don't understand that properly. But I could go learn. That's okay. I could go do that. Or I could go and learn to figure out the stock market. But I had some cash. I wanted to do something which was going to allow myself, I know Rob was the same, to stop exchanging hours for dollars, hours for pounds for us. And we thought, you know, this would be a really good way of doing that. And, and, that's, and that's really why we did it. We, we're doing it because one, we see a real need. Because look, the way we consume content now is so very different to how we did it even five, six years ago. And what's really interesting and really strange, actually, if you think about it, that most of us for our email marketing and most of our marketing are not even obeying the rules of how the, the psychological makeup of people is right now. Let me tell you a, a real practical case in point. My father called me a few weeks ago and he said, Kennedy, are you watching that amazing new show on BBC? And I said, no. And I knew the answer was going to be no before he even finished the sentence, because that's not how I watch television shows now. That's not how I watch my shows. Do you remember when we were all younger, we would run home from work for most people or school to catch our favorite show, to, to watch the reruns of Saved by the Bell. Do you know, we used to, we used to do that, but we, we don't do things like that anymore. What we do now is I'm going to go home tonight after, after speaking with you and hanging out. And I'm going to put my favorite show on. I'm going to put the latest season of Modern Family on the box. I'm going to switch on Netflix or Amazon or whatever the heck other service I might have subscribed to. Because now I consume content based on how I want to consume it on my agenda, not on a pre-subscribed, uh, on a prescribed agenda. And we all know that and we consume content that way. Yet we haven't updated, most of us have not updated the way we send our email marketing to reflect that same thing. Now we are still broadcasting or sending people through automated campaigns on our agenda, on our agenda, rather than asking people, hey, what do you need help with right now? What's your biggest challenge? And they say, oh, I really need help with figuring out how to roll out my brand in this new market or to come up with a new sub-brand or whatever the heck it is. We just ask them and they tell us what their challenge is. Now we can talk to them in this Netflix generation. What we want to do is to create the opposite of, right, we're doing a special offer this month, uh, free web hosting with every new website. That's what we're going to do. Excellent. And we send it out to everyone, regardless of whether they want a website, regardless of whether they got web hosting, regardless of whether they own a web hosting company and therefore would never want ours. Yes. You know, like we, we just send it out because we assume it sounds like a good idea at the time. And we want to stop that. We want to stop that. Well, I love this. I mean, I love the uh, giving both agency owners for themselves and also for their clients to you know, bring more personalization to their marketing, bring more relevancy and context uh, by segmenting their list. Uh, what have you guys found is the threshold in terms of effectiveness uh, of not just this working, I think it would work for every business, but like to actually implementing it. Like some of the examples you gave me earlier of, oh, if they said they're interested in SEO, we'll send them a different email. If they said we're interested in content marketing, we're going to send them a different email. They're in advertising, we're going to send them a different email, right? Like, I mean, a lot of people, especially if you're talking about small agencies or, you know, if they're talking about their own business, they're having a hard enough time getting one email out, let alone, you know, a dozen different emails, depending on what survey they filled out, you know, three months ago. Totally. So there's two little, two little pieces to this. One of them is if you have one product, there's a one, there's a really incredible way of applying this so that you have a much 
deeper impact with every person you email. And the other one is for people who have, for those of us who have multiple products, a, a, a bunch of like two or more products. Let's go through the single product version first. I'll, I can talk us through that and you can do the multiple products. Go for right? it. Okay. So let's say you only have one product. Let's say this product... Like you just do SEO or something. You just do SEO. Great. That's the only thing you do. Fabulous. Why would you use this technique? Okay, so someone's on your list. Someone's subscribed for your tips or however on earth you've got them on your list. But what they're trying to achieve with their SEO may be different. Why they want their SEO might be different. And most importantly, their frustration, their anxiety, their resistance to buying SEO services from you might be different. So we take our list. You can do this tomorrow, right? You can go do this, right? So grab a a survey platform. doesn't have to be response week. Could be, could be anything you want, right? Get a, get a survey and ask a question to your list, which is, hello, what's the main resistance? What's your main challenge in jumping on board with an SEO program right now? And then they're going to answer, and you're going to give them a bunch of choices. And the like, reason- I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work. I haven't got the time to do it. I have, I don't- I've I, heard it's expensive. I've heard it's expensive. Let's go with those three, make it really simple, okay? But you know your objections that you get because you hear them, right? You ask them to check in your survey which one of those is the problem. And now, because your survey speaks to your email marketing system, you send a bunch of email. That, that, as soon as they check that thing, it, kicks, it, it adds a tag or puts them on the right list in your email marketing system to start a campaign of pre-written emails that you've only written once to sell your SEO services, the only thing you sell, while overcoming their specific objection. So you're not having sending out an email which says, and by the way, if your objection is thing one, don't worry because of this. If it's thing two, oh, because now you look like desperado, right? You're not. Instead, what you're going to do is position your offer while overcoming that thing. So you might talk about the return on investment. You might talk about ramp up time. You might turn whatever it's going to be in terms of your packaging, your, the fact your fixed price, however you're going to position the, the value proposition. Or if I don't have time, guess what? You come in for the first meeting. It's, hot, it's two hours or three hours to get you set up. We can do it by Zoom or Skype so you don't even have to leave your office. I wouldn't say any of those things to somebody who didn't care about the time, but they care about the money. So what we end up with is, a good metaphor for this is, do you remember when, you, when we were kids and we had those choose your own adventure stories where you would flick to the certain page in the book, like, if you think the little boy went into the dark, scary forest, turn to page 42. If you think he got on the bus home, turn to page 76. Basically, you turn your marketing into that. You turn it into what's the thing, what's your resistance right now? Or, and it doesn't have to just be resistance. It could be what is it you're looking for now? Or it could be, uh, so it, and it could be your resistance. So, those are the two sort of two ideas you could. But it's basically what is the marketing message that you're going to route people through for that single one offer? There's another way of doing this, which is if you've got a raft of products. Yeah. So, if you're quite before, a varied agency. Yeah. And before you go into to, to the second part, so. So in, in kind of back to my core question there of, of if I'm worried about, okay, I'm having a hard enough time writing one email. Now I'm going to go and get a list of, I'm going to segment my list by objection. And sure. now maybe I have a half a dozen objections that they can choose from, from this question that's on the survey. You're saying that we wouldn't necessarily write six different emails. I mean, for, by, by and large, it's the same content. Maybe you're going to change a small percentage of it just to address that objection instead of trying, trying to address all objections in every single 
message. So you're still really, really creating one segment of content. You're just going through and making some adjustments to some adjustments. Yes. You're going to duplicate those emails and make the adjustments to the objection handling. It's things bit. like you might swap out the case study for a different case study. You know, a case study mm-hmm. where it helps. And you're just going to plunk them right into into your into your email marketing. So let's so talk about multiple products. Yeah. yeah. So if you've got a bit more of a product range or a service range, uh, effectively, here's how that works. If you think about it, let's imagine you do three things, and those three things are SEO, paid ads, and web design. Plucked out of the air, but we'll Look, go with I that. like your style. Now what happens is you have somebody join your email list, and then you have to like scrabble about to try and just like put those emails into some semblance of an order, right? So what happens is somebody joins your list today, and then one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to go through a sequence of like predefined, pre-written campaigns where like, a chain. like for 10 days, we're going to promote SEO for a bit. And then for another 10 days, we're going to promote web design for a bit. And then for 10 days, we're going to promote the other thing, digital paid ads for a bit. So you have to have all those emails for SEO and you have to have all those emails about paid ads and you have to have all those emails about website design. What we're going to suggest you do is to take that sort of sequencing of emails where you've taken, I don't know, 10 emails for each thing over the course of 30 days and you're just going to stack them vertically. So now what happens is somebody comes into your business, they opt in, they join your list, they inquire with you, somehow end up on your newsletter. And now they get sent this really quick survey. We call it the alpha survey, wherever it fits. Mainly because we couldn't think of another name. Yeah. And it has to have a sort of weird name. So people, it's the first thing that people go through when they come into our business. As soon as they get in, you ask them those three quick questions that find out where they're at, what their problems are, et cetera. And now you can send them directly into the sequence that you ask them for. And all that's happening is people are going through the same three sequences, but they're all doing it at once rather than it being stepped. So rather than getting through one sequence and then starting the next one, getting through that sequence and then starting the next one, and everyone goes through that long chain, all three sequences are happening at once. It's the same set of emails. Uh, they're just happening at the same time. So that's kind of how we, how we use it in that, in that regard. And, and maybe I didn't fully understand. So each customer that like comes into the list is going through all three at the same time or? No, sorry. Each, no, so they go through one. the one that's relevant to them. They go through the one that's relevant for them and they're not going through the other ones. No, exactly. So, so, might up, so if you had like a service on SEO and your normal opt-in sequence doesn't cover SEO until email seven, right? because it's the third part of your offer series, uh, if they've told you that they're interested in SEO, cool, we're just going to start them on email seven. Instead and the of reason for that is, let's imagine you have three services and I'm interested in the third one in that normal, regular, horizontal chain. And we had 10 emails to promote each one of those things. It's going to take me to listen to, to receive 20 irrelevant emails where if I'm still on your list, which I probably won't be because you're telling me about things I don't care about at all, I'm certainly going to be disengaged. So every time I see your name, I'm going to be like, oh, it's that guy again. He just emails me stuff I don't care about. I'm going to totally not have it. My open rate on me is going to be terrible, right? So rather than that, you, and then, then by obviously, then you've got like email 21 and I might email it. I might open it. Whereas if you say email number one is, hey, fill out this survey, tell me how I can help you. Oh, hang on. You care about me. You want to help me? All right, this sounds good. Rather than you want to sell at me. And you want my opinion. And that's the thing I care about more than anything on earth. I mean, if, if social media has taught us anything, it's that people who shouldn't have opinions about things have got opinions about things. <laughs> so, we've, we've got, so, so, now we, so now what I've got is I've got an email that comes straight to me that says, you know that thing you want to help with, that SEO stuff? Do you want to have a chat about it? I'm like, wow, this person wants to help me. And all I hear is all of the information. I just tune into all that stuff that is relevant to me. More than that is you get to make a sale from me much faster. 
you're not waiting 20 days, 20 emails, or is that 40 days if it's only your email every other day? You're shortening the time before you get a return on the acquisition cost of that person. It's the equivalent of hitting the ladder on a game of snakes and ladders and you just go pull vaulting up to the next next level and get the thing that you want straight away. Right? Yeah, it's exactly that. So it's it, it's about relevance. Relevance, relevance, relevance. And that's the only thing we can say about this is how do you make sure that you, you get to that conversation first without going, oh, the, the alternative of what we've all been doing for years. And yeah, don't get me wrong. We've been doing it for, for years wrong as well. Is us turning up to someone's door and going, hi, do you want pizza? No, okay, fine. And then running away, <laughs> hi, 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 do you want to buy a washing machine? No, okay, fine. Until somebody goes, oh yeah, I really want some SEO. How long is it going to take us to get the SEO, man? It's scattergun marketing. Why are you knocking the door and go, hey, what do you need help with? You need windows cleaning? I've got a, I've got a, I've got a cloth. That's it. Hey, what's up, digital agency owners? Are you currently an SEO agency or an agency that offers SEO services to your clients? I have some exciting news for you today. There's a platform called SEO Monitor that is built specifically to help digital agencies provide more effective SEO campaigns for their clients, ultimately helping you guys make more money and be more profitable. SEO Monitor is the only SEO platform that is actively working for you as an agency. Their platform is laser focused on companies that are offering SEO services to their clients, providing deep insights on keywords, campaign level reporting, and also a topic explorer that's gonna help you provide better keyword research for your clients. Their platform understands the dynamics of running multiple SEO campaigns and also managing multiple clients under one platform. One of my favorite tools within the SEO Monitor platform is their forecasting tool. This tool literally allows you to forecast the value of SEO services so that you can go back to your clients and help pitch them on higher value services, which is totally in alignment with everything that YouGurus teaches. SEO Monitor offers a world-class support team, so they're there when you need them, and they have top-level service-level agreements to make sure that your agency is always able to deliver to your clients. If you want to find out more about the SEO Monitor and YouGurus partnership, go to seomonitor forward slash DAS for Digital Agency Show. That's seomonitor.com forward slash DAS. On that page, there's more information about how SEO Monitor is going to help you level up your SEO game, deliver better results to your clients, and become more profitable. There's links out to their free Topics Explorer tool, which is pretty awesome, free for anybody to use, and I highly recommend it. They also have information about their Spark program, which is a $5,000 grant for SEO agencies or companies that are focused on SEO that have been in business for less than three years. So check that out at seomonitor.com forward slash DAS. All right, let's get back to our program. So I'm a big fan of leveraging surveys in in my business. Obviously, you guys had um, a history of leveraging that, leveraging uh, you know surveys. Um, there, there's people out there that have written some really great books, like Ask on this, and also doing customer development, going up even a step further than just surveying. One of the things, though, that I have found with surveys, and and, and this this touches a lot into our industry around how we tell people to, to do sales, which is doing a lot of discovery because sometimes somebody says, you know, I want SEO, but I'm not saying that they are lying on the survey, but maybe they're not actually sure that that's what they want uh, or that's what they need necessarily. So how do you guys overcome that, right? Whether people are giving you inaccurate information, I mean, you can't ever do anything about that, but you know, how far do we go down this path in terms of certainty around, okay, they said SEO, that must mean they need SEO, 
is there any pitfalls to this type of, of setup that you guys have uncovered now that you've done lots of this and have a platform for it? Yeah, right. So what you've got to remember is often our customers don't know which 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 product they want, what they actually have a desire for. And you know, this is 101. You guys already know this, but I want to just remind you is what they have a desire for is some kind of outcome. So asking them, do you want SEO or do you want paid advertising may not be the best question. There is, there, it we may sort be, of use that as an example to make yeah, it really straightforward. Yeah. It, there is a place for it. Of course, there's a place for it because some people do know what they want because they know they've got the rest of their marketing mix fixed up and they just want the SEO bit to be taken care of. And that's fine. You can ask that question too. But a more important question to put up higher up in that survey, and we'll talk about survey length in a second, because that's critical. Because uh, if you can't get your surveys completed, then none of this works. And we'll teach you some really simple stuff you can do. Go and adjust your surveys and application forms for right now that, you will, that will help you um, get higher completion rate. So th- th- the question to ask further up that survey is, what is your current challenge right now? And the challenge could be, I need more traffic to my website. I need higher conversion to my web from, from the people who come on my website. Whatever the challenges your different products or your single product actually overcomes, what's the solution that you provide? Put that down there. So now when you look at it and you say, okay, which of the question two is which of the following are you most interested in? And you say SEO, Facebook ads. You use those two things together. And you, that means you, if the person's qualified to talk to you, and you, we'll talk about that in a second too, we, what we can do is we can judge those two things one against the other. So if the person says, what I really want to do is I want to really increase my conversion. And the most interesting thing to me right now is SEO. You might go, actually, I mean, I don't know this because I'm not, I'm not in that space, but it might be like actually to test conversion, SEO is not the right thing. What we really should be doing is some paid Google ads to get some really fast results in so we can test the conversion of that page. So you can go back to the person and, and you can call them up or email them, whatever you heck you like, whatever you preferred channel is and say, hiya, I noticed you're interested in some SEO services. And you said what you're trying to do is figure out your conversion rate. Do you want to come in and have a chat about it? Or do you want to have a Zoom call and have a chat about it? And then you can use the educational cell, the consultative cell, in order to help them understand which product they actually need to get the outcome they want to get. And this is so easy to do. Like It's sort of like what we want to try and do is step away from being, which of these things do you want to buy? And they answer that question. And then you say, great, here's a page where you can buy that thing. Because it's such a linear thing. It's a bit obvious. It's almost insulting. So whilst that's the concept we're teaching, the implementation of it is a little bit more elegant Nuanced. than that. Yeah, it is. It so, is. so what you would typically do is, let's imagine you ask three questions in your survey. And each of those questions has, I don't know, four possible answers. We now create, like inside your email marketing platform, you sort of want to create like what we call a matrix of tags. So in other words, they're going to get one from the first one, probably one from the second one, one from the third one. Each person has three out of a total of 12 possible tags, for example. So what that means is if you ask a question, which of, you, which of these is your biggest struggle right now? And the questions are, my website, the options are, my website's not converting, or I'm struggling to get enough traffic, or the other things that Kennedy just said. The next question could be, which of these things are you currently successfully doing in your business? And then SEO, Facebook, a bunch of stuff that relates. And they take the ones that they're currently successfully doing. So now what you know is, hmm, they're currently successfully doing Facebook ads. They haven't successfully said they're doing, they haven't said they're successfully doing SEO and they do want more traffic. That's a good thing we could talk to them about. So you kind of are able to say, if they've got that tag and that tag, make sure they go into this email sequence. And you're kind of collecting data 
that you can use for a really long time. You know, you can find out what size business are you now? They're likely to be that size business for quite a while. So that means you can ask questions that, again, you just have this matrix of data inside your email platform that's going to serve you for a really long time. Yeah. And one of the things we talk about on our podcast, three marketers walk up the podcast is we're dead lucky in, in that, like yourself. We, we get to interview different experts every single week about different things in marketing. And we, we constantly talk to them about conversion, 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 because we, a lot of people are obsessed with how do I get more traffic, get more traffic. But actually, if the traffic's coming in and everyone's going, oh, God, no, and leaving, then it's of absolutely no use to you at all. So we've really, we've really obsessed over conversion because a lot of people ask us as well. They say, you know, how do I get more people to complete my surveys? And the real, real reason is there's two rules. One, make them shorter because most people are asking lots of unnecessary questions. Simple thing you can go and fix on your surveys right now. Go take a look at your survey or application form or however the heck you're doing things and look at which questions you've made required and which ones you've not made required. The ones which are not required probably means you don't really care that much if they get answered, which means having them there at all is reducing your completion rate, go delete them. As a general Especially if they're text fields or text areas, you know, massive answers. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Make your survey shorter. Find out what is the outcome of the survey they want to get and make it one single outcome. If your survey is trying to do two things or three things at any one time, you, uh, you are massively going to reduce the completion rate because you're going to, one, have too many questions, and two, you're going to be mapping people's minds in different directions which are counteractive and pulling against each other. You want to have a single objective. And, and of course, you'll be collecting that data along the way. The next thing is what we call clicking, not thinking. The moment that somebody has to type something and they have to think about something, that's the moment they might they have to sit back and look up at the sky, take their eyes off the screen and think about an answer. That's the moment they get distracted. They think, I'll check this email. I'll go have a look at Facebook. I'll listen to another episode of this fabulous podcast. While I think about the answer, now you've lost them. Your completion rate just dropped through the floor. Instead, make it so that people can just click and select an answer. Because they can see the answers they've got on screen and they can choose the most relevant one. Another really great reason to only allow people to click and not type is because you can, you can present answers to only things that you can provide solutions to. For example, if I said to you right now, what is your biggest trouble in your business? You might say, you know what it is? I really need to get rid of this member of staff because they're really bringing the team down. Guess what? I can't help you with that because I've got a digital marketing agency. But that is your example. biggest problem. But it is your biggest problem. Whereas if I said, hey, what's your biggest problem right now? Your biggest challenge. And I say, is it driving traffic? Is it conversion? Is it understanding your niche? You go, ah, of those things, it's, oh yeah, my niche. That's really, really hard for me right now because we just, we just moved into a new vertical. You click on that. Now I can, no matter what you choose, I can help you with that thing. The final advantage is you can seed answers in their mind that they didn't even think they would have thought of because you're presenting them. They go, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but that's a real problem for us. And now you're seeding those answers in their minds. And when the promotion pops through a couple of days later, they think it was their idea. <laughs> they chose it. They chose it. Commitment and consistency, the psychological you, principle. You guys read my mind. How did you do this? <laughs> right. Guys, this has been awesome. I think we've got, I mean, I, I love that we went deep on some of the, the pointers on on even just how to structure the survey, how to make it. I mean, I'm thinking about some of the surveys that we have out there or, or some of the forms that we have out there for for marketing or sales. And I, I just like circled my my notes, like, you know, those, those required fields and then the not required fields, if they're not required, we should probably get rid of them, right? Or, or decide, are they required or are they not? 
Uh, I think also thinking about your outcome of your survey, having that one outcome uh, that you're driving towards the survey, I think it's really common for people to try to mash more things into one, one tool for our business. I love the three questions, the examples, the tagging, clicking, not thinking. Uh, Rob and Kenny, this has been super informative. Uh, are you guys ready for our lightning round? Are we ever? This is where we give really long, drawn-out answers, right? Yes. Yeah, and then my editor cuts them all uh, off. <laughs> and two, what do you think of this? Yes. <laughs> What's your favorite? No. <laughs> yeah, when you're sitting down and you guys are listening to this together and you're like, oh, man, Rob, this is where I say, oh, wait, he cut it, right? That's exactly that's part of the episode, right? All right, you, you guys can both go on these, so uh, we'll get answers from both of you as long okay. as we're lightning about it. Uh, what is the best advice you've ever received? Business or? It doesn't have a qualifier. So you can, oh. uh, I did not give you a guide rail like your great survey. So I'm going to leave it open to you. You can you can make so a decision. My, you mine was, uh, when I completed my A-levels, which is the exams you do right before you'd normally go to university in the UK. So I'd have been 18. My dad said to me, I was all set to go to university. Like I had a place and everything. He said, don't do it. Drop out, don't do it. Take a gap year and try this entertainment thing because it just might work. And I think more parents should be more encouraging of abstract ideas like that. I love that. That's, I didn't know that about you, actually. Yeah, we've been friends for how long? 17 years. Wow. I never knew that was, I didn't, didn't know that was a thing. There you mm. go. Good old Bill. There we go. What a, what a chap. The best bit of advice I've ever received was to take what I might, might see as a, a disadvantage and use that as an opportunity. Really quick case in point, I said to somebody, I've never had staff before, I'm really worried, how do I run this business? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be rubbish here. And he said, no, this is the opportunity. You will, no long, you will not, and we do not, have systems and processes and pieces of paper to fill in because that's the way it's always been done. So see your, your, your challenges as opportunities, for sure. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Mine is that I do not give up. I understand I'm obsessed with puzzles and I solve puzzles. That's what I do. So I'm a puzzle solver and I do not give up. So creativity, that kind of puzzle solving and the tenacity to keep going till this pro- the, sol- the, pro- the puzzle is solved. I think mine is a sort of automatic thought process I have. If I see something that, and I think it's cool, my brain instantly thinks, how do I do that and how does it apply to me? How can I take that thing and make it more interesting or better? and apply to what we do yeah, automatically. Mm-hmm. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app that you guys use either personally or in your business that you think our listeners would find valuable? Yeah, I can immediately. For social video stuff, I'm a huge fan of Kapwing. I don't know if anybody knows what that is, but it's really great. It allows you to upload videos, add subtitles, add skins around them and stuff like that, graphics and stuff. Really simple tool. If you've got no ideas around that kind of thing at all, like I don't, it allows you to create really quick social content on video. Probably an obvious one that everybody says, we run our entire lives through Slack. It just, we, we couldn't function as a business without it, despite the fact we are an entirely in-house team. It all happens in this room. Yeah. But yeah, we use Slack from just that side of the office to this side of the office. Yeah. What's a, a book you would recommend and why? I, what do I really like? I'm a big fan of, I really like Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. Mm. Great book. Uh, actually, we're both big fans of um, Startup CEO. Mm-hmm. Very good. It's a little bit technical, 
Oh, it's, it's way cleverer than I am. Like, much cleverer than I am. I had to read it really slowly compared to other books that I read. Not because it's badly written, but because I badly think. But yeah, you should badly think. Yes, uh, nice. But yeah, Startup CEO is great. <laughs> Very nice. Well, we will include links to both of those book recommendations. There actually was a follow-up to both those questions. On Psycho Cybernetics, why, why do you think that that book is, uh, is important for people in our audience to read? Psycho-Cybernetics is one of the foundational books on which almost all motivation, self-help, business mindset stuff is based. The, one of the concepts in there is about the power of mental rehearsal. And that is such a powerful thing to have. If you mentally rehearse things, it allows you to make sure the first time you do that, you know, all those nerves you get before you, you first do something new, like that new presentation or that new webinar or that new thing you do, that new sales meeting. When you go in for that first time, it allows you to feel much more like it's not the first time. So it's just an incredible book about the mindset. And you'll see how a lot of the modern self-help, productivity mindset stuff is based and derivative of that. So Maxwell Maltz is, 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 is for me, the man. Yeah. For me, Startup CEO came about, and it was you that told me about it, actually. Yeah. We had a little book club where we'd read a bit and then discuss it and then read a bit more and discuss it, mm-hmm. like a book club, uh, just the two of us. And uh, we started it. At 5 a.m. Yeah, 5 a.m. It was when I, st- when I set out to, ha- to start this business, to start a business that was more than my previous business, where it's me and a small outsourced team where we're in different parts of the world and like it's all very different. I, I knew that we had to do things differently to the way we'd done them before. And Startup CEO provided a really good roadmap for how we should think to start a pro- like what I'm going to call a proper company. Not the others weren't proper companies, but uh, to start the way we have. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we will include links out to both those book recommendations, the apps and tools you guys shared today, as well as some key uh, takeaways, quotables, all that good stuff at our uh, podcast page and show notes. Go to yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Uh, if you guys are listening to this right when it comes out, it's going to be the very first episode right up there, front and center. You guys will get to see Rob and Kennedy's hair uh, and get to see what that's <laughs> all about. <laughs> uh, so check that out, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Rob and Kennedy, how can folks find out more about you and Response Suites? And do you have anything that they can check out? Just before we tell you about that, we have a little confession to make. Yeah, see, when we started this podcast interview, we had a little game, an idea, something we wanted to do. A subtext. You know, yeah, something there. We had a hidden agenda. So throughout the entire interview, we have both been littering it with little cheeky references to a theme, right? Nothing to do with business, nothing to do with marketing, nothing to do with agency, nothing to do with your fabulous hat, nothing to do with fabulous hat or our hair or anything else. So completely random theme. And we've been using like little metaphors and weird turns of phrase. So for example, if the theme was farmyard animals, and it's not, but if it was, I might have said, went to my favorite restaurant the other day and I was really pigging out. Yeah. Right. So that's the kind of thing we've done. Oh, uh, I might have said, I watched a really good movie. Right. <laughs> right. That. Yeah. Now, they were much more subtle than that. And much that wasn't the theme. <laughs> but as a hypnotist and a mind reader, we've just been dropping those little thoughts throughout the episode. So if you know what it is, because you've been listening intently. And if you haven't figured out, honestly, if you listen back to this, it will be blatantly obvious and you'll kick yourself. Now you know there is a theme and you listen to listen for it. You'll, it'll stand out like a sore thumb. You'll be face palm. Tweet us at response suite with what you think the theme is and if anyone gets it right 
uh, we'll give you a prize. Don't know what the prize is yet because we no. have not decided. Yeah, we are, we've just made it up. But we will give you a prize. We and just wrote this down when we started and that's how it came That out. sounds going to work. Uh, so <laughs> make sure you listen back through it if you forgot, if you haven't paid attention already and tweet us with the, uh, the thing at responsive. Now, to your question. To your question. Yeah, sorry, we didn't tell you that. <laughs> you can obviously it. find us on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram's probably where we're most active, sure. at Response Suite. Now, at the other, other turn, if this all sounds fun and it sounds like something you'd like to check out and see what we're doing at Response Suite, we've actually got a really cool deal for listeners of the podcast. Uh, here's how it works. We'd love to give you two weeks of using the software completely for free. In that two weeks, you can set up your first survey. You can... It'll, you can take, it'll take you about an hour tops to set up your first survey. And then you can use the rest of those two weeks to start getting results from it and actually seeing the return from it. So you've got full two weeks to play. It's not a slow burn thing. We want you to start using it and getting results. So uh, two weeks completely for free. In that time, you can have a personal implementation call with either Kennedy or myself. We'll literally jump on a call with you. Uh, we will help you write the questions and put the answers together and put the survey together. We will get into the email platform with you. I'm sure that you're totally, totally savvy with that stuff, but we're very switched on with all of the email platforms. So we'll get inside your email platform and we'll help you write the emails and put it all together and campaignify it all. Campaignify. That's a new um, word. New word. Uh, and then... It's not the theme. And then we'll do that. Not the theme. We'll do that and then uh, you'll be good to go and start using it. Again, all within the two weeks for free. And uh, we'll give you free access to uh, a four-part video series that we put together called the Survey Marketing Masterclass. It was $497 when we last sold it. It's not on sale at all now. Mm -hmm. um, you can have that for free. And it's got eight different campaigns, Amazing. depending on how you sell, uh, like application forms and feedback surveys and tons of other stuff. And again, you can have that for free, even if you don't hang around and use response suite. You just just get take that. that. At the beginning of the trial, you get access to that instantly. Just take that, use it, and, and you'll, you'll love it. So if you want that deal, don't go to responsesuite.com because you won't get it. Instead, go to this URL. It's www.responsesuitedeal.com forward slash you gurus. Okay, so uh, response suite deal that's s-u-i-t-e dot com forward slash you gurus and you'll be able to get that there sweet well i'm sure our listeners very much appreciate the free trial the uh course and also potentially having a consult with you guys because sure. uh, we should say that that consult is strictly optional if you don't want to talk to us we yeah. understand we do understand <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no pressure to go through this experience no, where you're you're getting, apparently I, I asked you guys straight up. I said, are, am I being hypnotized? Are, are we reading my mind? And, and apparently there was a little bit of that. So, uh, but that's cool, right? I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to listen to the episode again and, and catch that theme uh, myself. So there will be those instructions, that link. If you guys are on, on a jog, if you're in your car, feel free to just check out our show notes, ugroups.com forward slash podcast. And you guys can find links to all that good stuff that they referenced today. Also, maybe a little note about finding the theme and where to tweet that and all that good stuff. Rob and Kennedy, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for stopping by the show today. Thanks for pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, guys, that is our episode of this week for the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming at you to grow your agency so you can achieve freedom in your business and life. Until then, I'm Brent Weaver. Thanks again for tuning in to the Digital Agency Show. Before we close out, I wanted to check in on your answer to my question from the beginning of the episode. Are you stressed out, cash crunched, fed up with your business? Now, if you feel this way, you might think that you have a lead generation problem. Maybe that it's the area you live in or that this market has gotten too competitive. Maybe you think that your business can't be turned around. And I want you to think again. In my many years of experience, I can tell you now, it's something much deeper that you're likely not even aware of yet. 
It's like a client who says they need a website, Facebook ads, or a mobile app when they don't even realize it's a deeper challenge is blocking them from success. Now, if you'd like to find out what your deeper challenge is, then I want to invite you to apply for a strategy call where we're going to dig into those underlying issues in your business and get you moving forward like never before. The aha moments that you're going to have will shift the way you think forever, and you'll finally get the answers as to why your business hasn't taken off. The number one most important decision to rapidly grow your business starts by booking your YouGurus strategy call today. Go to yougurus.com slash apply to start the application process for this free call. Once again, go to yougurus.com slash apply to get started. Thanks again for tuning in. Join us next week for another episode of the Digital Agency Show.